The Nissan Champions Trophy podcast is brought to you by Nissan, official sponsor of the 2017 ICC Champions Trophy. Nissan, proud partner of cricketing excellence. Well, that's going to be four, which means India get the winning runs. He doesn't get the 100, but he's very happy. The fourth time India get into the finals of the Champions Trophy. And what a terrific performance from India. And there you have it, India into the final against Pakistan. The final everyone has been looking forward to with the host booted out the other day. Thanks to Pakistan, that is. India beating Bangladesh by nine wickets, ten overs to spare. Incredible incredible work there by Virat Kohli and uh, Rohit Sharma batting their team into the last two. I am, of course, your host, Mzawa Molloy, alongside Peter Davies. Peter, an amazing run for India. They really haven't been tested in the, in, the, in the two or so weeks that they've been in England. And maybe that will come back to, to bite them. Who knows? We shall see. Sometimes when teams cruise through to the later stages of a tournament, all of a sudden when they are put under the, under the pump a little bit, they, they, they sometimes uh, falter. But uh, as you say, another very composed performance by India. I think that's been the, the hallmark of their tournament yeah. thus far is how calm they've been in their own these situations. They've kind of sat back and let everybody else do the, the frenetic playing. Yeah. Uh, you think of South Africa particularly when they came out and they, they really were so hesitant mm. and, and, and really struggled to hit their straps. And India just sort of pounced when they had Absolutely. to, sort of yeah. bided their time, waited for it, and then struck at the key moment. Today as well, I mean, Bangladesh, when they started batting, they looked really good. And at one stage, they were on target for a target of a 300, a, a 300, 300 score. 320, somewhere around there. Uh, but then sort of pulled back in the middle overs, some good bowling by India, uh, and eventually getting up to 264 for seven. But I think most people thought that that was never going to be enough yeah. on a track, which was uh, looked to be a, a fairly good track. Um, so hats off once again to, to India. They've done superbly. And, and of course, they're possibly going well. out with a, with a bang. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, just to get back to the, the Bangladesh innings, they were really going along well, 150-odd for two. But then yeah. they sort of lost their way in the middle overs, as mentioned. And, and Jadav was the man who pulled them back of all people, yeah. the sort of the part-time part <laughs> Six overs, two for 22, and he picked up some key wickets here yeah. as well. He got uh, Mushfiqur Rahim, and uh, he also got Tamim Iqbal, the yeah. very dangerous opening batsman, who again impressed today, yeah. got 70, 70. Of, of, of 80-odd balls. Um, so, yeah, Bangladesh, you know, almost like deja vu with the mm. World Cup 2015, where they kind of went toe-to-toe with well. India for 30-odd overs. But then, you know, the sort of the class told uh, in the end. But I think Bangladesh, they can certainly bow out this mm. tournament. Heads held high, did superbly, got through to the semifinals, probably a little bit better than they expected to do. And uh, once again, uh, you know, they, they provided stiff competition for India. Sure. You know, the thing for me with this Bangladesh team was what was going to happen at the toss. For me, they would have. I think they would have preferred to chase as opposed to set a total. And I guess the best bet was win the toss ball, but it didn't happen. They had a, a rocky start, lost two two wickets pretty early. But like you're saying, that partnership uh, with uh, 123 runs, Mushfiqur Rahim and uh, Tamim Iqbal, until Iqbal went for a silly shot, really, to the part timer, and then they lose. Uh, what's his name? Shakib Al Hassan. Yep. A few a few overs later, then followed by. As you're saying, Rahim and Jadav doing the business for them as well. And your favorite bowler, Boomra. <laughs> Boomra with that, that stiff action. And he hasn't had the greatest at tournaments, but today he bowled well. He, he came did well. back he did his well. second spell. He went for yeah. a few in the first, came back and picked up a couple of So the momentum the was end. gone. So the momentum was gone, really. And uh, you see the likes of Mamadullah. He featured with a score in the low 20s there. So it was really hard for Bangladesh to kick on. They needed runs. They needed a 300 score. So 
it was really all for, all for India, really, considering that they've only actually set a target once this tournament. That was their opening game against Pakistan, and they've chased the whole way through. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's maybe a, a tactic for Pakistan to look at in the yeah. final. Um, and we've seen it, uh, Pakistan, I think it was one of the reasons why they did what they did when they won the toss against England in the semi-final, mm. was to do what England didn't want to do. So maybe that'll enter their thinking as well when we come to the, the final on Sunday, which is a, a mouth-watering prospect. Uh, it's the second, of, second time that these two sides, of course, are meeting in the tournament uh, it was a bit of a damn squib in all honesty the first yeah. game between these two India getting home with, with yards to spare uh, but Pakistan again they've, they've managed to get that momentum which they're famous for Absolutely. for suddenly uh, things starting to click and get into position and uh, you know surely they're going to give India a much better going on, on Sunday down in Cardiff sure, it's so quite interesting venue actually Cardiff because is it Cardiff or is it the Oval? Uh, I think it's the Oval I think it's the Oval is, it, it's is the Oval. it back at the Oval? Okay, it's the Oval, so, um, it's the Oval. Uh, so that's good news because uh, there's so many Indians and Pakistanis in London and Absolutely. in Birmingham as well Absolutely. I'm not too sure about down in Cardiff <laughs> so uh, maybe I've got my, my facts mixed up Look, a bit, but tell the you Oval what, tell you great what, venue for that Imad Wasim was born in, uh, in, in Wales so he could have had a, almost like a, a homecoming <laughs> of sorts but uh, before we jump into Looking ahead into the final, Bangladesh vanquished, of course. Can you imagine? They used eight bowlers against, uh, against England, I mean, against India in this yeah. match, and really none of them really came off. But uh, once I guess again, you've got to try whatever you can when, when exactly. you can't take a wicket and, and your front line guys aren't doing it. You've got to Absolutely. just chuck the ball and say, you know, who knows? Somebody might have the golden arm here. Let's give him a go. But uh, yeah, eight overs or eight, eight bowlers, bowlers yeah. used and uh, just the one wicket. And, and it really was a, a cakewalk. And great batting from Sharma and Kohli. Again, 178 sort of, uh, second wicket stand, unbeaten. Yeah. Kohli with 96. He should have gone for the hundred, but apparently I've, I've heard it, I've heard I've heard it said that he doesn't really care about uh, the milestones. He prefers to, for the win. Sharma, his 11th ODI, ton, 123 unbeaten. Another interesting fact about Kohli: the quickest player to 8,000 ODI runs, yeah. 175 innings. Number two, Amy De Villiers with 182. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, to, to the sort of modern swashbuckling superstars yeah. of the game today, Brett Coley, uh, you have to say that at the moment he is, uh, you know, he's ahead of AB when it comes to turning in performances which are key to his team going on and, and doing things in big events. And perhaps that's where AB's got to, to look at, you know, that yes, he's been brilliant when there hasn't been that much at stake. Mm. And you don't want him to, you know, his legacy, everybody knows what a wonderful all-round player he is. Uh, but perhaps we need him to do something in a game that really, really counts. It's mm. you know I think of Barcelona and Messi and sure. uh, and has he done it for Barcelona at a World Cup or something like yeah. that? Uh, maybe not not, not not quite the same analogy. Yeah. But but you do need your best players On the to day. really turn up when it counts the most. Sure. Coley's doing that. Ab hopefully down the line is still got we, that in him. We're hoping for that. We're hoping for that. I forgot to start with the trivia, but I'll I'll do it here in the Still middle. In just the middle. Why just not mix just, it up. Just, thank you. You're right. You're right. My trivia question, Peter, and uh, all those cricket fundies out there: How many ICC tournament finals? And by this, I mean the decider of a tournament have India and Pakistan contested. This is throughout either fifty over, twenty over, whatever. How many ICC finals have India and Pakistan contested? Okay, that's a nice one to think about, to mull right. over. Mull over. Which is another way of saying I haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to head into the break uh, and we'll be back with the India against Pakistan preview as we jump into who could be the difference.
So there we have it. It's uh, India against Pakistan on the 18th on Sunday. An amazing encounter there. It's going to be it's going to be light camera action. We're looking for fireworks. Pakistan a few games ago they were everyone was saying what are they doing here and they're in the final. They're in the final and uh, I guess they're hoping that they've got a fully fit bowling attack to to uh, choose from. Obviously yeah. they lost they lost uh, Wahab Riaz early on in the tournament and, and he I mean could have been a factor as well we all know what he can do mm. uh, and then Mohamed Amir ruled out of the semi-final and we all thought that you know surely they're not going to win this one now with their kingpin strike bowler ruled out but they did they came back superbly so he had a bit of a, a sort of a back spasm but talk is that he is going to be available for the final yeah. which is good news and they certainly need Hassan Ali who's the tournament's leading wicket taker with uh, 10 and uh, Imad Wazim as well he, they both picked up little niggles in the yeah. field but uh, I'm sure a final Look, you know you have to have a broken leg to keep <laughs> the guys out basically so uh, considering how well they the performed yeah, they performed superbly. I mean, Hassan as well, uh, fairly unheralded, mm. uh, but picked up that match winning three for 35 yeah. in Cardiff against England. And, uh, you know, he's been lauded to the, to the hilt by Mickey Arthur. Uh, he's a youngster as well who's come through. And that's what Pakistan often do at these tournaments. Yeah. They see youngsters that they're back. Debutants. And they suddenly come through. Debutants. Yeah. I mean, they're batsmen as well. Fucker Zaman. So, uh, I mean, he was absolutely brilliant mm. as well. Uh, picked up that wonderful catch against England, yeah. scored runs as well, and as you say, he made his debut in this tournament against South Africa. South Africa, yeah, it was. Yeah, right, so right, um, yeah. suddenly he's batting as if he's a seasoned a pro champion. as well, and then that is, the, you know, is a beauty of Pakistan is that uh, you know the, the whole they're, they're, they're a confidence team. So uh, if the confidence is high, good chance they can mm. beat anybody on their day. When the confidence is low. They can also uh, they can also crumble quite badly, but um, what do you think you know, that momentum I think is, is 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 there? And what do you think their tactics should? Because I'm thinking like Pakistan for them is going to be a holding job. I, I guess unfortunately the toss is going to probably will be the deciding yeah, factor toss, for them. T- yeah, maybe win the toss like they did in win the toss, stick in India in, yeah. see how they do in in setting a target mm. this time around. Because yes, it's fantastic that the Indian top order have done so well, yeah. but it also means that some of the guys who come at five, six, and seven they haven't really been much tested. of a bat. Yeah. So suddenly, you know, if Pakistan do pick up a couple of wickets early on, India are 65 for three, 120 for four, whatever, suddenly you've got guys coming in yeah. under pressure and then they've got to come to the party of pretty much like England. Yeah. Uh, they also weren't really tested throughout the tournament and sure. suddenly when they had to, boom, the guys uh, hadn't had much batting had and, uh, and they didn't, didn't manage to come through. Hmm. Now remember to visit Nissan South Africa on Facebook or Twitter and vote for your favorite of the three possible play of the day moments. Be a part of hashtag moments that count. Peter, speaking of moments that count, we saw today Virat Kohli going to 8,000 ODI runs. He really is the linchpin for his team. He is. And I mean, it's great, you know, Sometimes when your best batsman also gets given the captaincy mantle, it can it can weigh very heavily on yeah. you. And I think we see that with ABWs as well. I mean, there's a lot of debate, and and it's, opinion is quite divided yeah. as to as to how effective he is as a captain. And but sometimes Coley is you might say, okay, yeah. well, listen, let me just bat, yeah. and and forget about the shackles of captaincy. Yeah. Give that to somebody else. Let me just concentrate on what I'm great at. But mm. Kohli seems to have really grown into that role and and done a fantastic job, and it hasn't seemed to affect the amount of runs that he scored yeah. either. So uh, yeah, 96 today, steering. His, his side home and you know every time you keep doing this you get more and more confidence yeah. and, and know second what's coming etc and, and so suddenly yeah it does it come, becomes absolutely second nature and uh, he's been absolutely brilliant all the way through he's, he's, 
maturing as a cricketer. He's quite a sort of fiery character yeah. as well. He often wears his emotions on his sleeves yeah. and, and, and shouting and screaming on the field as well, which, which is fantastic. But he has matured, I think, tactically as a, as a captain as well. And it certainly it's all, it's has great to have his, his batting. It's always great to have uh, the likes of Emma Stoney just a few, exactly. a few meters away to give you some pointers there. I think, I think he, having him there has actually helped that transition really well. Now, uh, Pakistan against India, I was actually t- checking out some stats. India's win-loss ratio against Pakistan in three major tournaments, that being the World Cup uh, 2020 and the Champions Trophy, is actually 12-2. to two. Hmm. Overwhelming favorites to go into this one. Therefore, Pakistan will win on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how it works, don't you? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. But uh, if we were to follow the way these stats read, you'd be looking at an Indian performance built on their batting. Of course, India have got all the, all the bases covered. Their batting is fluid. Uh, funny enough, I was hearing Rohit Sharma at the post-match interview. He was player of the match. He was saying that uh, Virat Kohli is so fluent that it seems like he's been batting since yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so they've, got, they've got the bases covered. Their batting, their bowling, their fielding has been phenomenal. The lion's share of their runs, however, has been scored by four Four guys, four, four guys, four, pretty much. Yeah, which exactly. actually is a good thing. It means that your your top order is firing. Is there a, is there any chance of Pakistan finding a bit of a of, of a of a chink in that armor? Well, that's what they'll be hoping for, absolutely. And I think the tactic, as we mentioned earlier, might be to just you know win the toss, and, and regardless of the surface and what it looks like, mm. is to stick India in and see. Um, they did it superbly against England uh, on a track which you know which. Pakistan batsman yeah. later proved wasn't full of demons, mm. but England only managed to get 211 on it. So I think that would be the first thing I would do is is maybe put India into a situation where they're not that comfortable with IE batting first. Yeah. Not that they are uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's not like <laughs> suddenly they're going to fall apart. But I mean, yeah. maybe just try something a little bit different, you know, and uh, and see if if. People like Hassan Ali and Muhammad Amir, if he yeah. plays, can you know sort of strangle India a little bit and, and put them under pressure and maybe chip away, get a few wickets and expose that middle and lower order and then see, you know, limit them to 250, yeah. 260. Suddenly they smack bang in the ball game. Interestingly enough, I'd be, in, well, I'd be interested to see who they drop for that. For if Amir does come back, do they take out um, Rais who got to, who got two wickets uh, coming in as as a late replacement? Do they do that or do they? push out someone else i wonder i mean that's the you know the logical would be because he's a left arm yeah. as well right yeah. so you know it might be like for like uh, i think a guy with you know the proven pedigree of a muhammad yeah. amir they, they would They're certainly make a yeah. make a, make space for him so he probably would be the guy to go but he did well as you say got two for 44 against england uh, and uh, you know shut up khan as well was a guy exactly. who was in the equation the young 18 year old leg spinner he picked up joe root in that semi-final he shut them up and he he did <laughs> and uh, and he you know he bowled with a nice degree of control as well mm. for a leg it's always difficult for a leg some inventiveness as well like some interesting field placings there i mean like yep. the commentators are like what is he doing but Safraz Ahmed behind the sticks, I mean behind the stumps, really backing his bowlers. Uh, in a lot of the post-match presses, he's been talking about how well his team has come on in leaps and bounds and talking about those youngsters who are actually making an impact and playing like seasoned professionals. And I think uh, another point is that, that Safraz himself has been a good captain. Yeah. Don't forget, he's a bit of a greenhorn as well when it comes mm, to mm. captaincy. But he has also taken to it like he's known it all his life yeah. as well. He's made some really canny calls from behind the stumps as well. So uh, he's a key player, also with a bat as well yeah. against in that must-win game against uh, Sri Lanka. 
uh, he, he sort of carried his team across the line as well with Mohamed Amir. Yeah, enough with exactly. The um, so he's contributed superbly as well. And he's yeah, a nice, calm character as well, which is what you need. Sometimes Pakistan, you know, they, they tend to get a little bit emotional sometimes yeah. when other things go well or go bad. And uh, it doesn't always result in the best of cricket. But, um, you know, I'm expecting a really competitive game yeah. on Sunday. There's going to be a full house. As you say, there's going to be Full loud. house, hopefully there's a lot of sun. Fans everywhere. Hopefully the weather doesn't play a part at all. And Pakistan come to the party big time. And I've got a feeling they will do because, you know, they've got nothing to lose Absolutely. now. They've overachieved, really. I think everybody expected them to probably not even make the semi-final. I think most people in that group thought it was going to be South Africa and yeah. India. Not to be. They're in the final. And anything can happen. And this is when they're the most dangerous. Sure. Now, uh, it's a question of who will be celebrating. Will we be seeing uh, Virat Kohli doing the Bangra? You know what the Bangra is, Peter? The, the sh- Remind shoulder, me. Shoulder dance, shoulder dance, mm, shoulder dance. Okay. And uh, if uh, the Pakistan, w- if Pakistan will be doing those push-ups to Mickey Arthur at the end of the match, we'll see. <laughs> that was nice, wasn't it? When no, he got the hundred down, good, he went and gave the old, gave the old push-ups. Yeah. Now, uh, have you experienced the all-new Nissan Navara yet? Visit www.nissan.co.za to book your test drive and discover the meaning of rugged defined. Peter, as we end this podcast uh, how do we always end it with the answer of course now uh, my trivia question was how many ICC tournament finals have India and Pakistan contested I'm going to guess and say six you're going to say six mm-hmm. yeah no that's, that's so off the mark oh, I'm going to say it's one it's one, one. oh you mean one. against each other against each oh other. sorry I thought you meant cumulatively ah. cumulatively <laughs> I think it's one Mzama. <laughs> <laughs> it is of course that uh ICC World 2020 final that they yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah at it, the yeah. ring just yeah. down the road uh, India won that one but Pakistan made sure to come back two years later and win the one in 2009 I remember they beat South Africa along the way in that yeah, one but uh, but we'll forget about that one this is how we landed uh, episode is it nine already it is nine quick episode prediction nine. before we go Pakistan to win the ICC Champions Trophy oh Look, uh, I, I think we'd like to. I think I'd like to see Pakistan win, but the spot, smart money is on India. But uh, then again, didn't get here by being smart. Uh, we're landing at ICC Champions Trophy podcast. Uh, check you out after the final. Peter Davies with a special guest uh, doing his thing. The Nissan Champions Trophy podcast is brought to you by Nissan, official sponsor of the 2017 ICC Champions Trophy. Nissan, proud partner of cricketing excellence. Oh, 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 oh,